Welcome to the Countdown Podcast and our review of Nope. My name is Wayne. And my name is Paul Strange with them for this brand new science fiction horror film written, directed, and produced by Jordan Peele under his Monkey Paw Productions banner. Mm-hmm. It stars Daniel Kaluuya, mm-hmm. Kiki Palmer, Stephen Ewan, Michael Wincott, Brandon Pereira. Yeah. Pereira? Pereira? I don't know. Yeah. And <laughs> Keith David. It's 130 minutes long on a budget of $68 million. It did, of course, open back in mid-July or sort of late-ish July in the United States. Just came out here this last week and we got to see this one with thanks to Universal for the advanced screening here in Australia at the very least. Thank you so much for that, Evie and Co. Hell yes. And uh, Wayne, it's taken $103 million thus far around the world. Wow. What is Nope about? Okay, it's about these two siblings who are played by Daniel Kaluuya and Kiki Palmer, and they run this horse ranch in California somewhere, and then they see this weird shit in the sky, and they don't know what it is, but it seems to be doing like weird shit and unusual things. So then they try and catch it on camera, because it's mysterious. And in the meantime, there's an owner of an adjacent theme park who's trying to profit from the mysterious phenomenon, and then, spectacle ensues, eventually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, according to Rotten Tomatoes, this one has pretty good reaction. 82% of 345 critics are positive, with an average rating of 7.4 out of 10. Ridiculous. Ooh, <laughs> Wayne, not holding any cards close to his chest whatsoever. Metacritic has a weighted score of 77 out of 100, based on 58 critics. And audiences polled by Cinema Score gave it an average of B on an A plus to F scale. Got it. I see. Okay. Wayne, as if we don't already know. (laughs) What did you think of? Nope. Okay, so uh, let's see here. I feel it is a very, nearly two movies here. One being a very boring movie, the other being not so bad. um, In terms of like, whatever, you know, things happening. I found myself watching the film going... All right, both of these lead characters are annoying me. Like yeah. one, I don't disagree. They're, <laughs> Do you know what they're I mean? very, very difficult to warm to. Yes, and like because like one is a grumpy ass motherfucker, yep. and the other very one well played. Both of them play it really well. No, they perform. The acting, the acting is, is fine. Excellent. It's the writing that's a bit of an issue. Yep. So one's well, grumpy. Unless is... we weren't caring about making them likable, we're making them as realistic as we humanly can. Okay, likable is one thing. Watchable is quite another. Yeah. Okay. All yep. right. Yep. So for me, you got the he's a real grumpy ass motherfucker. She is a self promoting chatterbox who's supposed to. To be sassy, but to me, I found her annoying. Yep. So, like, with I'm the like, worst dress sense of any character oh, I've ever seen. Yeah, it's I think, just, and I don't know any of these things, but I'm like, what are they doing to her? Well, here? I already found her annoying, so I knew I wasn't gonna like what she was wearing. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going on there. So right away for me, I'm like, both of you can. Whatever happens to you, I don't care. I don't give a shit, right? Ooh, so, damn. Okay. <laughs> so the first act of this film is slower than balls. And I think, like, for me, I'm like, snails, pace kind of shit. I get that they're supposed to be... Balls are slow. Balls are slow, man. <laughs> Mine are very slow. Um, <laughs> I get that, like, if you see that thing where the first chunk of a film is like, okay, slow, I get that, oh, that's the exposition bit. That's the character development bit. Yeah, exactly. But I was like... Even an hour into the film, you don't know that much more about these lead characters than you did in the first kind of 15 minutes. So I don't think there was a lot of character development that went through. So, the, you know, it's just actively slow. It's more, more than just set up. It's actively slow, I thought. I'm sure that was on purpose, but it didn't work for me. So it has got some cinematic value. There are some great oh, things sure. that happen towards, like, the second half of this film is much better, in my opinion. Agreed. And there's some cool shit that happens, and there's like the ideas and the sort We've of. We've got to be very vague for spoilers. This is a hugely spoilerific very film. Very spoilerific film. So if, if you like, haven't seen it, then please turn off as soon as we hit the spoiler button. Yeah. So the surprises or whatever, or the gambits that they play, are not bad gambits. They're pretty good. But like, 
the best thing to me about the film was not the first, the lead two characters. It was more the other characters. And I think the, the movie is at its best when they are all acting as a team, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yep. You know? don't, don't disagree at all. So um, there's, like I said, good scenes. There's one great scene early on, which I'm like, oh, this is what I'm talking about here. I, I'm, I'm now interested in this. And then that scene goes away and it's, it's over. And it's never <laughs> referred to again. And I'm like... Also, that's oh, not. I want to hear what that is. In the yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so there's another. There's a couple of side arcs here as well that, like, I'm like, this. The movie didn't necessarily benefit from this particular mm. side arc, so I'm not sure why you put that in there. I guess it means something. But overall, the film, I'm like, even though it picked up in the second half, my my impression of the film is on board. Like, I'm kind of I found it a bit boring. So. All right, we know that Wayne hates to be bored. Yeah, for mine. Go on. I walked out of that cinema going, "Wow, I did not enjoy my time no! at all." Agreed. But I have to say that upon further thought, and this is a bit of a thinker, this film, in some ways, I think the themes of this movie, again, probably have to wait to, to spoil mm-hmm, us to, to mm-hmm. specify them what they are, resonated with me in a bigger way than I initially gave it credit for. So I want to give it sort of a bit of a quasi tick on that basis. I 100% agree the, the last act of the film is the best for me. Agreed. In that there's exciting things going on and, and now the film has Looks revealed what it really is. Yes, and I think it's the most cinematic of Jordan Peele's films, which makes sense. I think Get Out had a budget of two and a half million. Did it really? Or four, four million or four and a half million. Something like in a, in a single digits, low single digits. Us, which you did not like mm. and I quite did, yep. other than the fact it doesn't hang together particularly well from a story standing, writing standpoint, yep. was a $20 million film. And here he's got $68 million. And he has openly said, I wanted to make a spectacle film. This is my, my effort at a spectacle film. And it's shot that way. Some of those wide-ranging vistas and the IMAX cameras, which he shot this movie with, Really yeah. give you so much depth and scope for the wide lenses that you get. I mean, his spectacle film, sure it is in places, but it yep. took a while to become spectacular. Yeah. So that's a little bit of an issue for me, but go on. Yeah, as you're saying, I thought the performances were good, even though I agree. The two mains I did not warm to mm. particularly much until they were all working together with their other teammates, shall we say. Yeah. And then it was, it was okay, now we're finally here. Good, great, yay. But I think the biggest problem with this film for me is what you alluded to, and that is there is a whole side arc which relates thematically to what's happening in this movie, Mm. but absolutely could have been cut, and this film could have been 25 minutes shorter and so much better for it. It was nearly out of place. so It was so inconsequential to me. I'm sitting there going, I mean, if you ask me, that's the element of the film that tries to push you towards a horror. I don't think it's a horror, by the way. I think it's more of a thriller, but um, a, bit are, like, a bit like Get Out. There's a, a like. couple of really horrific moments in the film if you stop and consider what it's doing and how it's all playing out. But again, got to be vague for spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the 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 idea of the film, as in like it presents, you know, you don't know what it's like. Well, you, from the posters and movies and whatever and the trailers, the second you can trailer probably... gave away way too much. I only yeah. watched it once, and I managed to excise most of it from my mind. I didn't even watch the second one, so to, to but me... But the first trailer was a very good kind of, oh, what's going on here? And well, it did look like Aliens. That's all you could kind of glean from I it. Rem- that's it. I remember when you saw the poster, you said to me, well, it looks like fucking Aliens, yeah. right? Because of the, the cloud and the fucking mm-hmm. streamers thing, right? And that's fine for you to think that so, walking and, in. And the trailer has the same. Yeah, all right? Um, so, fine. All right, good. I will say there's surprises beyond that. Yes. That, and the gambits are worthwhile. So I can see why this pitch was like, hey, you think it's this, but it's that. But the that is not as far from this as you might think. So, All right. Well, I'm interested in this. Yeah. 
But we're going to have to do one on another side of the yeah, yeah. Is there anything else big about this film? Overall, for me, this is Jordan Peele's worst film. I did not enjoy this one as much as I enjoyed the other two. Yeah, I'll Get tell Out you Get Out's by far his best film. Yeah, yeah. He goes, Get Out, <laughs> the, 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 Us, and then this. Yeah, all right. So you like this one less than... So this is, the least, this is my yeah. least... I didn't like we this. seem to be in the minority here. People are praising the shit out of this. That's so. why I was like, what? When you said like people like, this is the bomb. Like, who? Jason from Binge Movies loved the shit out of this movie. So Wizard Podcast, Joey, Mark Ellis, and co. They love the shit out of this what? movie. We might be the only podcast I've listened to that, that aren't loving on this film. Even the critics are fucking jacking off over this. Critics jacking off, but you'll notice the audience score is much lower and the cinema score was low as well. So it's quite divisive among viewing audiences. So what am I missing? Once again, we are, we are setting ourselves as being not very good critics. <laughs> what, what am I missing? Is it that I didn't find anything, like apart from the, the actual visuals in the second half, mm-hmm. There was nothing in this film to take home with me and go, wow, I'm going to be thinking like... I, I disagree a little bit. And yeah. I'll, again, but it's spoilers. All so right, let's go spoilers. Let's, uh, let's hit the button and then get into it on the other side of Jack. You can't handle the truth. Hit me, Paul. And the truth is that uh, a podcast spoiled this film for me. So I knew the whole way through Ooh. the film. I'm not going to name and show. All right, fine. I have <laughs> gone to them and, and expressed my disdain uh, and... Got a bit of an apology. It wasn't the person I spoke to. Wasn't the person who who just blurted it out in a non spoiler in a non. If I listen to a nope review and I get spoiled, that's on me. But when I just listen to another episode of a show and then they spoil it just in discussion, that's fucking shit. Yeah, I agree completely. Yeah. and you're yeah okay. Well, so that I think that, that also that took away in. from that me ties in. and watching this film. I have to. I want to acknowledge that in the spoiler section. So this film eventually becomes Jaws in the sky. I didn't think about it like that. You're right. So we got a motley crew of people coming together yep. to fight something outside their normal habitat. And it's great. That last 45 minutes or so of this film, I was like, yep, had this been the film? Mm-hmm. Excellent. The difference between Nope and Jaws is Jaws creates three characters who are, okay, they're not all likable. Robert Shaw's Quint is not no, likable. No, they're watchable as fuck. But they are brilliantly mm. put together. Agreed. Roy Scheider and Richard, Richard Dreyfuss are just amazing. He's my favorite. Richard Dreyfuss is my Hooper. favorite. Yeah, Hooper. Yeah, Hooper. It tries to do the same thing here. Problem is, we get too much time with these with these brother and sister who, as you said, as we've agreed, we they're not overly likable. No. Their stick back and forth is kind of annoying and grating, and it takes too long to get where it's going. Way too Jaws long. is about two hours from memory in length. This is two hours and ten, and they're out in the boat fighting the shark a lot longer. You're in the middle of it sooner. Yeah. Yes. So the comparisons I think are fair, but Jaws is an infinitely superior film for mine. No doubt. The big problem then is this side story, which is Stephen Yoon's character who owns Jupiter's Claim. Yep. He's this child star of this TV show. Which had a chimp in it. Had a chimp in it. Chimp went crazy one day and slaughtered everyone else in the cast except for his sister on the show who is... You missed this. You went to the toilet. Yeah. She was sitting in the stands and had this... No, I saw her. I saw that. Yeah, and because they ripped the skin off her mouth or something like that. So she's still alive. She's still alive. Did you know this is based on an actual... Really? Yeah. No, do tell. There's... um, I was just doing a bit of research and... There was an incident like this where a chimp went nuts on a set of a TV show back in the like fifties or something. Somebody could correct me in the in the comments, but like the the and one girl, it wasn't like he killed everyone, but one girl got her face fucked to pieces. Oh wow! And if you look at that girl after she she looks a lot like oh, that, so like that is a direct. So there's a little okay. bit of a reference there. It's not the exact same thing, but it's not yeah, it's that. So this fits thematically in with this film is is about the dangers of exploitation. <sighs> So we're trying to all right, exploit all right, and, and also you can't go against sort of nature or things that are beyond your power. Don't try and harness what isn't yours, which now speaks to arguably like in the big theme through the film is 
that the twin, oh, sorry, this brother and sister's great, 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 great grandfather was the first, so they claim, yeah. African-American ever in a motion film who's yep. on the back of the horse. And everyone knows the director and everyone knows the name of the horse, but no one knows the name of yeah, the African-American. African-American gentleman who is riding Which the horse. Which is true in real life because the actual, yes. yeah, yep. absolutely. So that's quite interesting that he's brought that into play. And yep. so Hollywood exploits African-Americans. We're exploiting this monkey in this scene. And now they're trying to exploit this Alien. alien spacecraft, which turns out to be actually a creature. Yes. That is the best thing about the film. Yeah. Because... It's the Jaws comparison, by the way. Right. Because you think it's a, a UFO spaceship, but it turns out that spaceship is just spaceship-shaped beast. Yes. In the, in the Which in would have probably blown my mind, because I didn't see it coming, or I wouldn't have had I not been spoiled. So yeah. my grade, maybe you got to take with a... Maybe I would have liked the film more than us, because it does hang together better than us, us does. It doesn't leave you with lots of stupid... As many stupid questions as yep. us does. Yep. But I just didn't enjoy my time with it as much. No, it took too long. And also, like, the, with that chimp side arc, I was sitting there, and I couldn't help this. I was there going, so that chimp took out not just the cast, but the audience of that whole thing. Well, the audience ran away, presumably. There was dead folks in the fucking stands. Was there? Yeah, I looked closely. I'm like, there's, that. Some, there's people fucked up over there. And I'm like, all right, listen up. I know monkeys are probably stronger than a lot of people. But when a monkey goes and takes out a chimpanzee, yeah, it's not like it's a fucking gorilla. It's a chimpanzee. I reckon you'd be able to fuck it up at some stage. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, this chip's coming at me. I'm going to keep punching it until, you know, it's smaller than me for fuck's sake. Sorry, everyone. We've already got Wayne (laughs) versus Steven Seagal. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't think it's like a monkey. Here's the thing, right? Do we now need to have Wayne versus a chimpanzee? No, we don't because I wouldn't hurt an animal, okay? (laughs) But like, might hurt you. Well, this is the thing, though. I'm not saying if a chimp and me went face to face, he might fuck me up. But there's going to be, what, 20 men on that stage? You think people wouldn't just rush a chimp? Well, there's, there's obviously an, an, a question here about what's the animal wrangler doing in that, in that moment, in that state. In that yeah. Scene. You ain't got a trank gun on you, baby? Yeah. Shit. I don't know. Anyway, so point anyway. being, that's where it all ties in. So Stephen Yun's character is trying to take advantage of this creature, which he thinks just wants to eat horses. And that's what he's buying horses from the horse farm for. for. But all that was like, uh, we barely got anything of his I character. would agree. I, like, I'm listening to him talking about his performance Chris was really good. Like, he's awkward and uncomfortable. It but, was fine. But, got, but this role is shit, we man. Got his, his wife, who barely got a word, and we got his three kids who scare Daniel Kluwer's OJ at whatever point. But I'm watching like that whole front bit where they're talking to Glenn and he's talking about the history of the yep. show and this and that. And I'm going, this I don't go know. somewhere. I know. I'm like, first of all, I'm finding it a little bit. Not hard to follow, but I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? Because you're talking about, he's like, oh, Chris Kutan was in this thing. And there's actually a Saturday Night Live sketch where Chris Kutan plays a chimp. And they're sort of referring to that loosely. Right. right? Yep, yep, yep. But I'm like, hang on, why is this important and why is this interesting to me? You know? And yes, towards the end, you get there and you're like, oh, this is the history. He was the kid on that show and you show it. I don't know what the deal was with him fist bumping the monkey at the at the under the table after it killed everyone. What was that supposed to be? And then they took it out. Well, I think that explains to some degree why he thinks he's got this kinship like the monkey didn't go for him sorry the chimpanzee didn't go for him oh so he feels that this alien thing would be the same where it wouldn't hurt him but of course it did yeah the implication is that they fed this alien horses before which they bought from the farm and this is the first time they're going to show it uh... to a live audience but of course we understand based on Otis Jr mm-hmm. he's worked out don't look don't look at this thing yeah. don't look up don't look up don't look up which leads me to a 
to a, another concern I have with this film. So we get the four. We got Michael Wincott. Great to see him. Best thing about the film, if you ask me. He's so cool. Yeah. And that voice is just If you get that amazing. voice, man. Amazing. Yeah, yep. That rasp is so good. It was too long for him to come back into it because he was the director of the commercial at the start of the yep. film. We yep. don't see him for a so good hour and a half. Yep. Yeah. And I think uh, the all the comedic lines go to Brandon uh, Pereira as Angel. So he's the uh, tech salesman tech guy, at yeah. Fry's Electronics. He's got some really good funny lines through the course of the film, I thought. He was comedy relief for sure. Yeah, he worked for me. Yeah, sort of a no yeah like name. I said, these two are more likable than the fucking two leads. And then when the four of them are working together to try and capture evidence of this creature. Oh, sorry, no, at that stage I think it's an alien mm-hmm. spaceship. Oh, no, 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 they have worked it out by yeah, that stage. It's not an alien. It's not a craft. It's yeah. a creature. They're trying to prove his existence. That's all really cool the way they set it up, the plan and the you know the car salesman springy plastic. So that will way fall down to show where it is because this emits an electromagnetic pulse, yep. which destroys all, all your electricity. machinery and, and the like. Yeah, all anything with electrical. Whatever. Energy. Whatever. Anything that runs on electric. Yes. That's yes. what I'm trying to find. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That was all great, the way it all set up and, and off they go. And then we get to the bit where, okay, we've tried to establish this guy is jaded and whatever else. He decides, knowing he's going to die, that he's going to go and get the perfect shot. This is pure bullshit. So that the, the director guy is all. like, hmm, I want to get the perfect shot. Even though no one's going to see this shot because whatever happens to me is going to happen to yes. my camera as well. Dumb I, as It's fuck. like he just wants to kill himself. Yep. And I'm like, where was that referenced? No, as didn't, the, didn't you know? do it for So me. that Terrible. means nothing. And then Angel... Knowing full well, okay, I know the creature's now hovering pretty closely, but he panics and runs away looking up. I'm like, for fuck's sake. See, this kind of shit is annoying. He's smart enough to wrap himself in barbed wire. Barbed wire, so it spits him out and he survives, but you're not smart enough not to look up. This is the thing. This is I like to call this uh, Prometheus syndrome, where the fuck, <laughs> the characters in the movie are too stupid to be alive. All right, so <sighs> that's like one thing. I, I there's, there's bits and maybe I'm just stupid, but there's bits about the film that didn't. Like, it wasn't very clear to me exactly what the gambit was. So, for example, I know they put the fake horse out there and they alienate the horse and it gave it indigestion and it pissed it off. Yes. Right? So then they're like, so okay, spat it back at, spat it back at, back at OJ right? when he was he was near the house. In probably the scenes most. Well, the, the most harrowing scene in the film was when everyone gets taken up and then we get sort of shots of them. And when you realize this thing is not an alien, it's eating them. It's eating them, right? And then it goes over to the house because it's pissed off at them and basically regurgitates all the blood down. So it's blood rain on the house. So that's, yeah. that's where the film gets that's its horror-y. horror moments. Yes, yeah. that's as horror as it gets. But, and I don't look good. For, I don't, that's horror the better for me. I don't care about that. But then, so is their plan then to try and make it eat other non-organic shit and give it a stomachache? Is that what's going on? Is that why he put the the the, balloon, the, the parachute with the fucking streamer from yes. his bike? Is that what was going on there? Yeah, that's that was the idea was to, if it takes this, it's going to stop it from coming after Okay, us. and then the big inflatable boy thing. Well, that was all happenstance. There wasn't so that meant, wasn't, there wasn't it part of the plan. It was never meant to be. I don't think it was meant to be part of the plan. I just wanted the shot. All I wanted was a shot. It all went pear-shaped when dickhead director... Outside and yeah, basically kills himself for what he thinks is the perfect shot. Okay, once again, there's an issue with that plot because it's like we're just going to film they it and then we're going to be famous. Film. Well, yeah, that's right. Then we're going to send it out there and show that aliens exist. Yeah, in a world like this where everyone's like CGI. You know what I mean? Like, what did they really think was going to happen here? Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't. That didn't bother me too much. Like it, that would, as we started to see the Hollywood types, the TMZ reporter or whatever else. Come are starting to come looking for answers for what happens to everyone at Jupiter's claim. They yeah. would have, they would absolutely have made bank off that if the Lutzes can move into the Amityville Horror House and claim that there's demons and ghosts and whatever there that made whatever the kid was kill his whole family. 
then they can get away with this. All right. Yep. Okay. All right. But to be honest, that was pretty exciting. So so OJ effectively sacrificed himself to save his sister. She jumps on the bike and rides to Jupiter's claim, and then you know, which is a well set up moment where we've got the analog camera which takes a picture of, of people well. out of the well. Yep. That was cool. That was. And we get that shot, which was arguably the best shot of the whole film, which I think. Shout out to our Wizard friends because I probably would not have made the connection. I was like, whoa, that was cool where she slid the bike underneath the camera. Akira? It was Akira. I knew, I knew it immediately. Yeah, you did. I was like, okay, Akira, straight go. away. There you go. So you got Kaneda. it. Kaneda. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> yeah, no, that was fine too. In fact, that, you're right. That probably was the best shot of the film because I'm like, oh, that was cool. You can't actually do that. <laughs> even even the final shot where, okay, he's alive. He's standing there in the mist, in the, in the dust swirling around and there he is on the horse, the unnamed African-American dude on the horse. She's got all the fame. So it all ties together. Oh. That's a bit better. Yeah. Didn't pick that up. Didn't save the film. So I like that. <laughs> Look, it does for me. I think the, the way it resonated for me afterwards does save the film for me. I didn't I didn't love it. I can't thoroughly recommend it. This is not the film of the summer. Go and see it. It's amazing. God, no. But I think there's enough here that gets it over the line for me. And I suspect it's not the same for you. Um, no, look, it does, again, because of the production value, because it eventually woke up as a film, because, like, I was, I mean, I walked out going, nah, nope, literally. Um, and I think you made that joke, like, yeah, I, I know think, what my review's going to be. No, but I wasn't going to make it on this show. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, like, it's it's not, like, I don't, I don't pass, I mean, look, I pass it for production value, but I'm not recommending this to anyone. Like, not even another Paul. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like hey, Paul, what? I didn't like this film. You can see it if you want. You'll like it more than me. I stand fuck. resolute, <laughs> motherfucker. Fair enough. Look, I, I get it. I get it. I think this film could be very divisive. And I'm not... I would recommend it to people who like Jordan Peele films. I'd recommend it to people who are... Look, if you're here, then you've seen it already, I hope. Yeah. If you listen this far, we've just bought everything and there's no point basically to see it. But also, film. if you just hear all the spoilers, now at least I saved you two hours. So... <laughs> And 10 minutes. And 10 minutes. Well, well minus our 25 minutes of runtime, exactly. whatever, for this episode. <laughs> Anything else you want to say about Nope, Wayne, before we give our final scores? I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop myself from saying nope. I'm just going to say hell no. So, no. <laughs> well, that's no. much better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your score? 58. All right. I'm, I'm not that much higher than you. Yeah. So, I'm not going to hit the Negatron button. I'm giving mean? this a 64. Yeah. I get that. That seems about right. I was thinking about it. Like, maybe it's in the 60s. And I'm like thinking about it. Now, nah, it feels about a 58 to me. So, 64. Yeah. Okay. So, even you didn't love it, but. Both of us three stars. You, do, would you recommend this to, well, someone like yourself? Yes. Would you recommend it to like your girl, like your your wife? I don't think my wife would enjoy this movie at all. She doesn't like sci-fi stuff that much anyway. Plus, it's got its horror moments, so probably not for someone, okay. all someone right. like her. I think you've got to be a genre fan. There you are. To you know, when I say genre, I mean the sci-fi, thriller, fantasy, Slash horror. horror. Yeah. Then, then absolutely do check it out. But just know, walking with expectations because you everyone's like for every. Yeah, I had expectations film, of this film. You're looking for the next Get Out, aren't you? Yeah, and I liked Get Out. I, didn't, I did too. I didn't love Get Out the way that some people did. I, I kind of loved I it. I came to it too late. The hype had already sort of uh, wowed me very see, highly. Thing. I expected nothing. And then I was like, ooh, look at this But thing. I think Us is genuinely frightening in a couple of places. And the tension in Us is way higher than anything we get in this movie. Can I just say the scene that I was talking about that I was oh, like, sorry, oh my yes, God. Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, at the beginning, oh, sorry, not the beginning. So it was whatever, first act. He's in the barn and you see... Oh, the, the aliens. The aliens, yeah, right? Yeah. And that's the gambit. It's like, oh, we think it's about aliens, little green men. They actually talk about the guys with the big eyes. And the way they play that, it actually turns out to be a prank. But there's little aliens kind of like poking their head out and they're sort of out of focus in the background while he's looking at it. And that's when he goes, nope. nope for the right? first time. For the first time, right? And the, that reminded me of Signs in terms of the... Yes. Right? The... the, 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 the Phil does the, share some DNA with Signs. Yeah. So the, uh, I guess... 
casual way by which oh, shit is that a fucking alien? Is he looking at us? And then you turn no, around, and there's one. an alien hanging upside yeah. down, right? He and he face. punches. Is that a kid? Yeah, all three of them were kids. He fucked a kid up, right? Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but that's on them. No, I'd fuck him up too. Without that, because he stole <laughs> because well, his sister stole the fucking ho- the plastic horse and stuck it out there. So yeah, odd way to come back on that, but still. That was like, I was like, holy shit, that's almost chilling in terms of, ooh, look at this shit. And then, Because boom. I watched that scene knowing it was a space monster. Uh, see, I, was I hoping, knew it was fake. Well, once it was fake, it was fine. But I'm, I'm now looking for that level of, ooh, chilling. When it's like, well, now the movie's not like that anymore. So it was, in terms of fooling you into thinking it was that kind of film and then giving you the moment, great. But then for it to then go another way and then not be remotely chilling, more spectacular... I don't know if it hit the right mix of notes for me. It's almost more Close Encounters of the Third Kind mixed with Jaws, right? If you're going to go two Richard Dreyfuss sure, films. Sure, Two Steve Spielberg films, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. Oh, I wonder so, where this came from. Yeah, so that's, yeah. I mean, like I said, that was it. I, I think I just, it just hit, hit a bunch of wrong notes for me or a wrong order of notes for me. So that's why I'm It done. seems it's got a fair way to go to get to its 140 million or so before it starts to earn a profit, before it goes to streaming and, and whatever else. So It'll just, get there. It'll be like a break-evener, I reckon. Yeah, it's not the big hit. It'll go into profit after like two years. I, I wonder if... 68 million might be too big a budget for a Jordan with his sensibilities like if you I'm sure Jordan Peele would do an amazing job at whatever big franchise it's a little story right if you had a four million dollar film and it's the best one he ever did maybe this guy doesn't need that much money do you know what I mean maybe he needs to be a character driven kind of shit that's what I'm saying yeah so. alright that's our thoughts and review of nope nope let us know what you thought in the comments on whatever you're listening to or go along to the Facebook listening community links in the show notes Podbean is where we host the show. You can like and subscribe to that one as well. Check out our website, thecountdownpodcast.com. Draft version 1.1 will continue <laughs> being worked upon. And that is it for us today. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Paul. My name is Wayne. And this has been The Soundboard. What the, what the hell are you... No! 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 <laughs> I guess I shouldn't have thought we'd get away without making a damn ass joke like that. But well done, Paulie. Hey, we got there eventually. There we'll you catch go. it next time. See ya. See ya.